Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. With your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've bitten a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel O'Connor. Dennis Dick with you this morning. We're looking around, trying to understand why exactly the market is as weak as it is. We got some positive drug news overnight from uh, Pfizer and BioNTech. Doesn't seem to make a difference this morning, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Foot Locker, of course. They had earnings this morning. Uh, not that it was a surprise, but... I guess it was to some people. So we'll talk about Foot Locker. We've got GAN down big this morning on their report. John Deere reported this morning. Uh, we'll take questions from our chat, uh, as many tickers as we can. And Jason Raznick, who is the founder and CEO of Benzinga, will join us at 8.40 or so. Before I throw it to Joel, I want to make my daily announcement to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. I did it just now myself. Therefore, you all should do it too. Now, Let's bring Joel on and Joel recap for us what exactly is going on here. Bit of a bit of an interesting situation this morning. Uh, yeah, I just I just had to hang up with the uh, plunge protection team here, okay. Spencer. Um, we we have a major situation here. We're down nineteen handles, nineteen and a quarter, thirty three sixty one and a quarter. I uh, had a little pop overnight. We had a strong close. We snuck into that thirty three ninety handle. Turned around. Really didn't start losing momentum until about a little bit later this morning. Not really finding any news attributed to that. Two levels to keep an eye on the downside. Uh, Thursday's inner day low, that was between 9.30 and 4.15. That was at 51 and a quarter. And then the real low for yesterday is 44.75. But here we are ending the week and uh, perhaps on a down note. Uh, you move on to the crude market and I feel like I am repeating myself every single day. The $43 level is important. Your current high, 42.96. We're down 62 cents at 42.20. Gold hmm, is not shining here, Triple D. Uh, gold is down $25 at $19.21. Silver down $0.88 cents at $26.26. And Bitcoin in the red, too, by $180. Dennis, Dennis, get in there. You got to get some bids in there to save this market. I'm trying to uh, get out of stocks. It's <laughs> 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 on a few things here. Um... It, you want, I, always uh, trade, you want, I always trade market neutral anyways. Just selling some of my longs that aren't down as much as the market. So doing a little bit of index arbitrage here before the show starts. But yeah, I, I don't know. What are we attributing the sell-off to? I mean, it's it's just been a slow leak all morning. Is this because Biden did well? 
question because he did well last night. Let's bring in our political analyst, Spencer Israel. <laughs> political no, analyst. No, that's that's a question I think we should post to the chat. You know, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. I think what... he did okay last night, and we know this market probably wants, you know, the, the uncertainty of Biden probably spooks Wall Street to a certain extent. Uh, one, you know, he has floated that idea of a financial transaction tax. So we know financial transaction tax would be very bad for Wall Street. What that means is that every stock trade that you make, they want to tax the trade upwards of 0.1%. So basically it's going to be, you know, you buy you know, $10,000 worth of stock, they want to charge you 10 bucks on that. So if I did, did I do that math right, right? 1%, I think I did it right. Yeah. That, anyway, that anyways, be, so crazy. you can see how quickly that obviously, and you know, and, and, the, and the rates have been, you know, just proposed, it's been proposed for a long time. You know, we had Economist, Dean Baker, a lot of people have talked about this. They have this in the UK, I believe. Um, they, they've floated this around in some other uh, countries as well. It's had limited success because what it does is reduce liquidity, but basically your free Robinhood trades would no longer be free. That's what Biden has proposed in part of his platform. So I think as Biden does well and starts to look better in the polls, I think Wall Street's somewhat nervous about that. So a little bit of this could be to do with the fact Joe Biden did pretty good last night. It could also be just options expiration. I don't know. Well, we have that too. Obviously, you always have options expiration. You have more volatility. But, you know, does that mean the market, you know, this is a pretty significant sell-off. And it could just be frothy. I mean, we've had a pretty significant move here in most of our stocks. Tesla goes up every day. I mean, let's even look here. It's unbelievable. Tesla and Apple are both green again. They're completely ignoring the market here. I mean, Tesla was a lot more green an hour ago, but, you know, it's still up 16 bucks. Market's down 0.7%. Tesla goes up again. So the resilience in Apple and Tesla pre-split has just been unbelievable. And don't kid yourself. This is the pre-split run-up. We've talked about it. Both stocks just flying high, it seems like, every day. When is the actual split, Spencer, just so we know? It's the same day as Apple's. Uh, Tesla and Apple, the 31st. 31st. Yep. Been an unbelievable, the resilience that we have seen in both these stocks. In the, you know, even on the down days, they don't go down. So and then on the up days, they lead the charge. Like Tesla yesterday, maybe we should just talk about Tesla briefly before we go to the earnings. I mean, I'm on the show yesterday, and I was like, I think it's going to 2,000. <laughs> I didn't think it's going there that day. I thought, you know, okay, by the end, you know, a couple of weeks here, we're, we're, you know, maybe a week or so, we're going to get there. It, it went there that day. So it was 18, like 60 when I was talking about it, and I said, I think it's going to 2,000. And unbelievable, tax on 140 points, it goes there that day. So, I mean, the moves here in Tesla is just unbelievable. There's absolutely no fear of loss. People are FOMO tripping over themselves to get in the stock. Bloody market goes down, you know, two, 20 handles this morning. And they're still buying Tesla. So they can't stop buying it. Uh, obviously, not, nothing goes up forever. There's going to be some vicious shakeouts here. But I'm not standing in the way of this, you know, and trying to call the end of the rocket ship. It's been a rocket ship mode for a while. So where it stops, anybody's guess. Uh, trading up $19 and 16 cents at 20, 20, 99. Uh, we'll just, there's three lows in the same area. So that's what we'll do. That, that's what we'll keep our focus on here, uh, today and next week. And let's see if I can even get a nifty line here. I mean, this is, this is not rocket science here, right? Huh. Right. It's what, just that's, a rocket stock right there. So <laughs> is that 1845? Holy mackerel. That's at 1845. That's, that's your area. 
That's and you're 160 points above it. That's I, I, it's just been it's been going. I mean, this is the pre-split trade. We've talked about this, and you know, I've said multiple times. I used to trade these splits. You don't see them very often anymore. But I said they typically run and run and run into the split, and no doubt that is what has exactly happened here. It announced the split back when the stock was in the gutter. You can see the day, August the 11th. The next day, it gapped up, and it's been the gap and go ever since. Everybody jumping in, so excited for the split. And like we've said, there's been even trades in other stocks that have been chasing, you know, the potential for split. You know, we've been looking at the unbelievable strength in NVIDIA, CMG, same thing. Um, they're looking at any stock that could potentially split, and they're buying them. So and even Amazon in the last few days has started running again. Yeah. Amazon has been in consolidation station, you know, just under 3,200 for a while, but it started running too. Now, with that being said, I mean, we have run so far on stocks like Tesla and Apple. You're coming in here now. Wow. <laughs> the time to buy these things was a week ago or a week and a half ago, or even yesterday, yesterday when we thought it was going to 2000, <laughs> but you're totally chasing it now. So you could get lucky and it could continue to go, or you could pull a rug out from under you. That rug could get pulled any time. It doesn't have to run till the day of the split, but typically they show strength pre-split and weakness after the split. So I definitely wouldn't want to own it after X-split date. You, uh, you were waiting for the S&P edition pop to, uh, to show That's still it. a wild card. Yeah. That hasn't even happened yet. So that's, you know, like the ace in the hole for Tesla here too, is, you know, they're probably going to get that pop on the S&P. So... Maybe that's the top. Like I've been saying, I think when that happens, maybe that's going to be the top. But it's been impossible to call a top. I thought it topped out at 17, um, 99. You know, 99 that day. And, and that obviously lasted for a month. But then once it started to gas it up and you could see it at 1600, I was like, well, it's going to challenge that. And it wasn't even a challenge. It blew right through it. So, you know, valuation doesn't matter. It never mattered to Tesla. You can't look at it that way. Not until you know, and that the market starts to care about valuation again. And we don't know when it's going to start to care about it. So you ride the, you know, if you're long it, I guess you just keep, you know, bringing up your stops and don't let it get away from you. And, you know, don't get caught in a 200 or 300 point slide that it will eventually have. But from all my experiences that they're usually strong pre-split. And I, exactly you know, after this split, I, I'm going to keep a hawk, hawk eye on this, on Tesla, after this split. It, it could just it, be the classic setup, yeah, you know, like the, it, extra, like the dividend you know, run-ups. With the see. extra shares and stuff that yeah. I'm getting, I just, you know, I don't want it to. Well, yeah, you're along the stock. So yeah. are you, at what point, Joel, do you like lock in some of your money? Do you just hold I think, Tesla I, I, think I think after the split, I think I will. I'll watch it trade for a little bit after the split. And I'll like, because I, I hate doing numbers. I, I mean, it's still going to be a $500. Like it's worth split. more than Walmart. I mean, <laughs> I, at a certain point in time, you can look at it and say, it, it, it doesn't make any sense at all. But it, it's never made sense. It didn't make sense all the way up. But you know what? It doesn't matter. It's got the story and the story is still hot. So you can't look at it from valuation. But I mean, if you want to look at it from valuation, you're, if you're a long-term investor, you need to look at stuff from valuation. You're a trader. Who the hell cares? Nobody cares about valuation as a trader. I don't care about valuation. I don't sit here and crunch numbers when I'm making trades. 99.9% .9 of my trades I put on, I don't look at valuation. If it's going to my long-term portfolio, I kind of look at it a bit. Like my retirement account, I kind of look at it a bit because you know why? I got burned back in the day just buying peas of 100 and forgetting about them. But as trades, it just goes with the flow. You go with the flow. So, But this isn't your long-term portfolio. So at a certain point in time, there's a lot of good news priced in here. 
All right, let's uh, let's move on from Tesla. Like I oh, said, Joe after, want, after he the split, want to make a decision on his Tesla no, after, no, I need to see how it trades after the split. After it trades after the split, trade I'll, down after the split. I'll, what? And Joel, going to trade Joel. down after the split. Joel, wait, let's also watch both of these stocks next week because the record date for Tesla's today, the record date for Apple's Monday, um, all they are are just deadlines on paper. If exactly. You, if you if you want to, for, for some reason, if you want to participate in the split, it doesn't do anything for you. It just means you have uh, less shares, uh, more shares that are worth less. If, but if for some reason that you want it, then today's the last day to, the, to, to buy them. So I would watch. I'm not buying more. I'm not I, buying. So, no um, it, it doesn't do anything for your investment, but I would just watch them next week. Watch these stocks after the record dates. I'm just curious what's going to happen. I don't know, but the record dates- I'll figure out what the equivalent of, a, you know, 1845. I mean, who knows what can happen in today's session, but, yeah, right. you know, the way I like to look at things, the way I try and help people out on the show is, is using the daily numbers. And right now, there's the only thing I can tell you is I don't know where the top is. Psychological 2000 blew Nobody through does. that. And there's three lows in the same area. So as long as those three lows hold, I, you know, that's what I have to do. That's what I have to follow. It takes out those three lows and I don't know. Where are you going to go here? Are you going to go back to 1400 equivalent? I don't know. But move on. I'm tired right. of talking. Foot, lock, foot locker. So foot locker. Odessa's is going to love here. this so one. Let's rewind the clock back to August 10th. Footlocker comes out and they pre-announce their earnings, which anyone can do. Uh, we saw uh, uh, Rocket uh, did it a few, uh, a few weeks, a few days after their IPO. Footlocker pre-announced. They said, "Hey, our quarter was so good. We're so excited. We're going to tell you about it now." Uh, and they said, "Expect us to report an EPS uh, between 66 and 70 cents." And analysts at the time had a 60 cent loss estimate. So Footlocker was like, "Forget that. Our numbers are great." That was and, they also, and they also said the comps were going to be up 18%. Right, right. Oh, you're, that too. So fast forward to today and uh, the new estimate. So, so analysts see that and they raise their estimates uh, and they raise it to 57 cents. Flocker comes out and says, oh yeah, the range of 66 to 70 cents per share. We actually did 71 cents per share last quarter. They try and, to trump uh, and, their pre-announced and, by a penny. And, and comps of 18%. No, no, no. Comps were actually 18.6% last quarter. And we're going to restart our dividend program. So uh, they, they, uh, there was, they just came out and they just like juiced it. We said this on the show yesterday. I said, do they pop it again on the pre-announcement that they already pre-announced? Do they pop it again? And they absolutely do. I bought this at the close yesterday because I was like, you know what? The market's so dumb. The algos are so dumb that they'll just pop it and on the earnings that we already knew about. Yep. So I actually sold it last night because it was popping ahead of it. And I was like, well, I don't even have to take it through. You can see last night it was trading up to what, like 2780 or 2790. So I took the easy money last night and sold and I didn't have to take it through the report. And then lo and behold, they come out and they pop it immediately on the numbers. And I see multiple uh, articles saying comps 18% of Foot Locker and earnings beat, you know, that 60 or 71 cents versus the 60 cent estimate. I was like, they already announced this last week. And the market pops it again because you know why? The algos that are buying, the news algos that are buying this aren't reprogrammed to look and say, oh, they announced this six days ago. They just look at where the analyst estimates are and they look at the comps and they see, oh, that's a good report. It was already announced six days ago. So that's how dumb this market is. It actually popped the stock up over $29 on the earnings report that we already knew about. 
So it's leaking here again because it leaked the last time. And I actually posed that question to Twitter when it was trading at 29 this morning. Do they sell off the Foot Locker because they sold it off on the same earnings report that they sold it off on last week? And they are starting to leak it. I mean, yes, people can say, oh, but they reinstated the dividend. They had half the amount that it was before. I don't think that's that great of news. If they're killing it and rocking it on all, you know, and comps are going up 18%, then why in the hell don't they put the dividend fully reinstated? So I don't think that argument holds water either. The reason it popped today was news algos that trade on the headlines weren't programmed to know that a pre announced six days ago. These are, algos aren't reprogrammed to figure that stuff out. And right on the headline, she popped up over 29.50, free money to whoever was sitting out there and selling it, and free money who to whoever took it to the, through the report because we knew they were going to be. They already said it. That's a market inefficiency that you can take advantage of, and that is an actionable trading idea that we gave you on yesterday's show. So somebody's saying I never make a good call. Okay, well I made a good call on that one yesterday. I'll pat myself on the back the Twitter follower who said all I make is bad calls. Yeah, I, I mean, if you make if we make such bad calls and everything, I don't know why they would want to waste their time here. I mean, seriously. I, I, again, I, I, I'm, I'm wrong on some stuff. I'm wrong on some stuff for sure. We said this yesterday. I wish I could be right 100% of the time. I really do. But like I said, if I was right 100% of the time, I would have all the money in the world. Nobody is going to be right 100% of the time. In this business, if you're right 51% of the time, you're making money. You're making money. So I, at the casino, if the casino makes money 51% of the time, they're making money. So, half so you know, you guys can call out my, um, if we make 10 calls in the show, the odds are four of them are going to be bad, six are going to be good, maybe five, maybe we're going to be bad that day. Maybe we're going to have six bad ones. We're just trying to give you ideas. I'm not trying to tell you to go buy this stock or sell this stock or to go do this. I'm trying to give you my opinion, my educated professional opinion. That's all. So all right. it's uh I, I think that's perfect. I, let's just move on here and just look at the stock now, right? So we could be wrong about what it does now. And it's up a buck thirteen at twenty-eight thirty-two. I mean, if you're a long-term holder of this, you got some major support at the twenty-six, twenty-seven area, right? That's where it came back down to after the report. So, you know, if you're a major league holder here, you know, there you go. There's your support. You just hold and just hope all this good news, you know, comes out and the stock goes higher. I don't know how next quarter is going to be on something like this. Uh, but right here, it's trying to hold $28. And then let's uh, just look at the range for today. And of course, the first important number I'm going to give you is the close. We're well above the close. We're up over a buck. And then let me see what uh, the daily highs come in at. Uh, two daily highs. All right, we broke up. Just use the close as support. Oh, that's right near the 27 level. Now, I think you get a gap fill on this one. It's, I think it, you yeah. get down under 28. Why That's not? That's what I say. You're, you're rallying on news we already knew about. Yep. I, I, I know it's already starting to fill. It was up at 29 and a half and it's starting I'm to not a buyer. You know people are starting not to realize. A buyer here. Not a buyer here. No, because you know why? This, this announcement that it popped up like 10% or 15% last week was faded hard. So now you get the same report and you're going to buy it again? I, history repeats itself, you know, a lot of times. And this history was six days ago. So I'm not buying Foot Locker here. Maybe it's going to be different this time. Who knows? But from, from what I can see is that these numbers are really not much better than what they pre-announced last week. They sold it last week. It's already a buck and a half off the highs. I'm not buying it at 28.27. The play was to buy the clothes and sell it into the rip this morning. 
because the market just doesn't figure it out. It forgets six days ago that they pre-announced. I, I just Unbelievable think funny, how dumb this market is. I just think it's funny that they pre-announced and then they, they, they came in over that bar just by a hair, just, just because they could. Yeah, well, yeah, they pre-announced. Let's pre-announce a penny light so we can come in a penny over. Yes. I mean, it's all just, that's a game, right? We've Who was that on the on the show that came on? So that's been the game they played for 20 years, yeah, yeah, 30 David, years. David Trainer, right? They, yeah, they lighten it. They, they give the estimates. And they throw a little lighter. We, we, we cool a little bit so we can beat that number. Yep. And then the market will pop us on it. I mean, the whole game is stupid, hey, but that's wait, wait, what real they quick. do. We're going to move on to a new stock, but CJ Vig says uh, to Dennis, I love your calls. I used to be mad when you would call the stocks I were in stinkers, and then I, re- <laughs> and then I realized- The stocks I'm in are stinkers sometimes, too. Because then I realized <laughs> I'm the stocks I was trading were bad stocks. People are just mad because they lost money. So thank you, CJ well, Vig. Well, you know what kind of ticked me off is somebody's yelling at me because they lost money in GAN. And I'm like, was I bullish GAN yesterday? I was, I was mad at myself that I had sold my stock and not rebought it because I, we know I sold my stock at 26. And I, I was like, if come back down 1920, I was like, can I rebuy it? And I never rebought it and went up and I was like, I missed it. And I was mad at myself that I missed it. But that didn't mean I was buying it ahead of the report. I definitely was not long GAN ahead of the report. And let's go to this earnings report and we can talk about it. It's a good segue in. But I mean, somebody's calling me out that I lost the money in GAN, G-A-N. I wasn't even in GAN, so I don't know. But, you know, sometimes, obviously, you know, we're going to make bad calls. And Teladoc, I was bearish Teladoc, and it's up a couple points since I was bearish it. But for the most part, you know, on GAN, I, I didn't think I was bullish yesterday. But at least going into the report, I said I, I missed it, and I was mad at myself that I missed it. But anyways, let's get the numbers for GAN. Yeah, I mean, such a, uh, a new uh, company. I, I don't really know how, how meaningful the estimates are. In any case, uh, the market e- thinks they're meaningful because it's down 18%. Their, their, earnings per <laughs> share, their earnings per share, they lost 33 cents per share last quarter. Uh, estimate was that they would lose a penny. Sales was okay, 8.3 versus $8 million. Uh, they reaffirmed their sales guidance, which I think may have been just a smidge lighter. The estimate was at the high end of the range that uh, the, the analyst estimate was at the high end of what the company said. So maybe a little bit light on that. Uh, what else did they say? Um, obviously revenues are increasing dramatically year over year. Um, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not really sure how to parse these numbers. It, again, it's such a new public company. Um, and in, in this environment, of course, the numbers are going to be great year over year. I mean, they're, a, they, they're a gaming, essentially a, a gaming technology company. So, um, the market thinks they're bad. Yeah, and I, I guess so, clearly. I never buy on day one. So there's people coming in and immediately buying the dip, thinking it's going to pop right back. I mean, on all these stocks, I usually don't buy on day one because you don't know where it's, going to, where it's going to fall out to. This has had some time. So this isn't like this just hit the tape and all of a sudden, you know, it might be like the 21 and then snap back rally and they take it green. This is traded now all night all morning it's traded actively down here in the 20 handle it is pricing down here um so this isn't probably just going to snap back now sometimes you can see the snap back on the initial number where it goes down they're like oh no they're, they're misreading and then two minutes later it pops back up we're talking about like you know 12 hours or 16 hours after reported now so i mean you're at a point now where okay it's a it, they're pricing it as a bad report and that's opinions probably not going to change immediately you know, if you're buying it at 20, you know, where's it going six months from now? I don't know. Um, there is some great support down in the 20 area. So if you think it's going to bounce, it might be. But again, I don't like buying them on day one. I like to wash out. 
you know, start to turn and maybe curl up at the bottom after a few days and then maybe a strike. But buying on day one, sometimes it's in a continued washout. So I, I'm not a buyer until not it starts, stops going down. Not bouncing. Not bouncing. Not bouncing. What, not bouncing. What, what, what do you got? You got a tight market there? What, 20, 40, Oh, yeah. 60? It's actively priced down here, Joel. Yeah, 10 cent if, market. Nickel market. Okay, you want this thing, you wait for 20 bucks. You got all those lows in that area. But would you yeah. buy it on day one? No, I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't if buy I it on day one. If I was short, I'd yeah, be out there if at If I was short, I'd bring it in at 20. I agree. Yep, 20 if I was short, I'd bring it in at 20. But, you know, could it bounce at 20? It could. But I just I don't think it bounces right out of here. So I think you're going to get a chance. Like, think about how many reports we've had. It takes, like, you know, even with Rocket. It took Jim Cramer to get that rocket going, and it did. I mean, we joke, you know, on the show and stuff, but, you know, it was Jim Cramer that flat out said, buy rocket, it's too cheap, and it's been straight up for three days ever since he said that. So it takes somebody to come and defend it. And he's not coming and buying and and defending Gann here. I don't even know if he's talked about Gann ever. So it's not a widely covered issue. Obviously, we've traded it, and we like it, and I've traded it as well. It's fun to trade, but it's not widely followed issue. So that's why I don't think it gets, you know, this like the media coming to its defense to turn it around. It, look, it just it, it's just weak. I mean, it, it had the decline. It went back right there. We talked about 26, too. I know it went to 26.45 yesterday, but I think in the morning and the afternoon, I just I pounded the table on that $26 level. So I hope some people took clearance and didn't buy there, sold there instead. Uh, I just don't know where this whole, whole sports thing is going. You know, I just don't want to, I, I just don't want to make any speculations of, you know, football and whatever and what's going on with sports. I want to be extremely optimistic and sports are going to be back right away and people are going to be gambling and making money like crazy. So this sector to me, I, it's just kind of hands off. I don't own Gan. I don't own uh, 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 DraftKings. I don't know. I own LCA and it's a small play on sports betting. Obviously it's more play on online gambling though. Um, GAN, I, I do think, I do like it in the 19 to 20 area. I do like it there, but I'm not buying it on day one. So that's just what I'm doing. I mean, I'm not going to buy the dip on day one because I've been burned by the dip on day one too. And from my experience, they don't turn around on a dime. The only problem is I won't look back at it for a few weeks and then maybe it starts to turn it around. So it, wait till you stop going down. That's the best thing, you know, that uh, I usually What do. about your wait LCA you since you got um, the entire Wall Street following you on LCA? <laughs> I'm still in it. It's been a good one. <laughs> it's, it's shaking it, you it, at 15, oh, man, Joel, it's been, it, it was shaking a, it, you. I, I got see- in with Sean Udall around 1370 14. and it went straight down and then i bought more <laughs> around 12 i put more on i don't usually do that but i added to it and now it's up at 1478 i did lighten it up a bit just i knew 14. it i knew it I did lighten it up a bit because I, I was heavy in it and i was like i'm back to a normal size position in lca so i've lightened up lca I but i'm still holding a normal size position because i was in a heavy position on it for me a heavy position so I, I don't know. I still like the story, and I still think once it's not a SPAC, it could start to get hot too. So I got this long-term account. I'm going to hold on to it. I kind of had almost a double size position on because I kind of <laughs> liked it, and I was too big. So I lightened it up. Now I'm, going, I'm still sticking with it, though. In the long-term account, I'm sticking with LCA. I think that story is going to get hot here eventually. 
Uh, it's oh, just so funny. Start. I can look at these charts and I can know your positions and I can, I can just... You see it come back like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, who sells at a loss? <laughs> no one sells at a loss. No, I, Nobody I, I, on Wall no, Street sells. Sell the markets only go up. They only go up. We only go up. We do sell at losses. The whole name of the game is to cut your losers quick, you know, and then don't let the, and let the winners ride. But obviously in some cases, you know, it comes back. It's like, Oh, I got my money back. And we've got the loss aversion in me. I tell you, don't worry about loss aversion. And I do the same. Okay. Thing, I just want to, I'm just saying, and I'm not going to say anything else about this. I'm, I'm not going to talk about LCA, but it better clear 15. Good uh, question. What is the normal size position on a percent of my portfolio? I have so many stocks. And, I, and like I said, I used to have over 100 stocks in my long-term portfolio. I probably got about 50 to 60 now. And so I would say LCA was probably 2 or 3% of my portfolio, which was too big for that stock. It's kind of speculative. So I got down to about 1% now. So that's where I'm more comfortable with it because it's speculative. I'm comfortable. Like, you know, like on a stock like Apple is like 3 or 4% of my portfolio. A stock like Google is like 3 or 4% of my portfolio because those are blue chip companies. So I'm comfortable. And they've grown into that. Like MasterCard at one time, I had to, I had to keep selling my MasterCard because it kept taking over my portfolio. You know, it kept going up and up and up and up and up. And at one point, it was getting to like 10% of my portfolio. I'm like, I'm too much in one stock. I mean, if you only have 10 stocks, you want to put 10. Kramer says, you know, go five or 10 stocks. You're diversified. I've always, you know, I'm, I'm running, you know, some pr pretty good money. And I'm like, I, I just feel more comfortable having 40 or 50 stocks. So where I'm fairly diversified. I don't know how the hell you do that. Um, yeah, oh, I do it poorly sometimes. I, I'll tell you. You want to know I, when you've got that many stocks, you screw them up. I had a stock. That got taken over. That got taken over. It was a smaller stock. It got taken over. I didn't notice until a week later. A week later, it got taken over. So obviously, you don't manage it. It was a smaller stock. But who, who the hell owns a stock? It gets taken over. And I was like, I'm looking at the stock up 30%. I was like, what is that? Why is it up 30%? And it was a speculative position. I was like, oh, my goodness. It got taken over. Last week, I didn't even know it. <laughs> so obviously, maybe you own too many stocks when you're not noticing the one that gets taken over in your portfolio. But I digress. Right. Let's bring us back. Yeah. To yeah. You know what? I think throwing in the long term stuff here on our show and the short term stuff, I think it kind of confuses people here. It maybe we need to start doing separate things. Uh, 15 well, I, I don't agree with that. I think you need to do both. I think 15. you need to be a long term investor. 15. You need to be a trader. 15. Or you need yeah, to do that's... one or the other. 15. That's all right. I have uh, to say. And JP, if this doesn't close over 15 in the next week, it's going back down to 12. Uh, JP in the pre-market chat just asked how many positions we all have. I just counted. I have 15. Uh, oh, so you got some stocks too. Well, Spencer's it, building it. it. Spencer's it, building it, it. It's stocks and ETFs, but it's 15 positions. You see, in my trading portfolio, sometimes I have 200. Oh, over. Like I have oh, a lot of stocks man. sometimes. I don't, I don't tonight. In my overnight portfolio, I only have 20. These are stocks. I'm, I, I liquidate my overnight portfolio every single day. So I get out, you know, it's, it's like I'm positioned myself. Like I've been positioning myself long Tesla a lot of days in my overnight portfolio because it seems to pop up the next day. And that's not an investment. That's just like taking advantage of this run that it's been on. And, you know, I'm trying to buy the strong stocks, sell the weak ones. And, you know, and that's the way I'm trading the short-term portfolio. The long-term portfolio is something I try not to look at. I don't log into it for a couple of weeks. And that's probably why I didn't know that stock had taken over. So I'm not looking at it. I kind of know what I have. So you kind of know, but there's some smaller ones that I don't check them every day. And what should way, I do with my L brands? You, you told me you were going to go into my account at 24 and sell it. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm wrong, Joel. That's sell dead it wrong. Now, you got though, your money right? back. Get out. <laughs> I can't believe that stock. It keeps going up. What the hell? 
Joel, maybe you're right. Did he just cannot fade Joel Alcantara? <laughs> yeah. If he's got in his portfolio, eventually he makes money. Yeah, exactly. This guy knows uh, yeah, yeah. Him and Jason okay. Rasnick. These yeah. are your gurus. Exactly. I go, go with Jason. No Jason, losers. Jason has Jason all the doesn't winners. have losers, and Joel doesn't have losers. Yeah. I have let's, a lot of losers. Let's go. Stocks. I'm right. uh, going back to the stocks here. Uh, and actually, real, real quick, if I can just bring it back. Uh, when Foot Locker pre-announced an analyst from Susquehanna came out and said that that'll be good for Dicks and good for Nike. Uh, Nike reports in like a month and a half, so don't worry about them. But Dicks reports earnings next week. They report earnings on the 26th. So uh, maybe what's good for Foot Locker is also good for Dicks next week uh, and Nike whenever they report in like a month. I mean, the outdoors thing that Jason has talked about a lot too, I mean, is still with Dicks as well. A lot of outdoor stuff there. So I... I I can't argue with that. Maybe Dix, yeah. when does Dix report? What's the actual day? The 26th uh, in the morning. So that's what? That's, I don't know. That's Wednesday that's or Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Interesting. I, I think they're going to be too. So we'll see. All right. Let's go here and look at. Consolidation eight- station here. 4448. Look at that. Tradingtheranger.com and that one, 44 to 48. Waiting for the earnings. They consolidate yep. ahead of these earnings yep. sometimes. 50 is key. You, clear, you see 50 on a pop in a pre-market be interesting. Two monthly highs there, yeah. December and January. Uh, I mean, it used to go there, but now you just order everything online from right. Amazon. We should talk about this Pfizer headline, this Pfizer and BioNTech headline from last night that uh, they, they were out with positive uh, phase one data. And they said that their latest uh, vaccine candidate, their COVID vaccine candidate, showed fewer side effects than their first one. Uh, and positive phase one data, if this were a month ago, we'd be up 3%. 300 points. Yeah, uh, we are not up in the overall market this morning. BioNTech and Pfizer both are up this morning. Uh, but I saw that headline, and then I looked at the futures, and I was surprised to see us not really they, react. They're numb to it. They've numbed on the vaccine news. Unless we get like a one like this is our one that's going to work. They have been become numb to the vaccine news, the market. And that's obviously concerning as well. And I mean, you look at this reopening trade and man, has this gotten ugly again? It was looking good for a few days and they turn it. I mean, Boeing now 168. So how do you know the little run there where, okay, the reopening stocks are getting hot again. Every time they get hot for a few days, they're selling opportunities. American Airlines is right back down at $12.40. Um, you know, Delta Air. So now I guess, you know, you've pulled back. And if you want, you know, there might be a pop in here somewhere. But, you know, as opposed to chasing them a week ago. But it's tough because there's so, so much separation here between the reopening stocks and the stocks that obviously are, are benefiting whether we reopen or not. And that's all the tech stocks. So the separation here has been incredible. Obviously, major underperformance from a lot of these reopening plays. Um, they've come back down again. The cruise lines have held up fairly well. I guess, well, RCL, I'm actually, it's the only yeah. one that's held up well. CCL has come back down too. If, if, if you want to take a shot, you can look at the CCL 1283, 1440, but this has been a tough long. Every time they pop up, it's just a selling opportunity. So if you get the pop, book the profit. Why is anybody else working on a vaccine now? Why are any of these companies working on a vaccine? What do you mean? Because Russia has the vaccine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sputnik 5. We already solved the thing. What's the yeah, name of it? It's Sput- over with. Sput- Sput- how do you five? say that? Sput- Sputnik 5. Come on. Yeah. Sputnik. I don't know why you got it. Some you... of that Sputnik. I'm ready to go. 
Guys, Let's you, go to the movie theater. Let's go for a fit. We'll take a shot of Sputnik and then we'll go watch our 15 cent movies in AMC. Life is awesome again. <laughs> You're the only person that doesn't know what Sputnik is, I feel like, then. Is, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's a vaccine. It's Sputnik now. There we go. That's what it is. All right. Um, back to here. So, A35, Jason. I don't read enough. No, clearly not. Jason Razzik will, will be on with us in a couple of minutes. Uh, you know what? Let, let's go to the chat because there's a few tickers in the chat that I wanted that I, I wrote down I wanted to get to. And then what we say, you do the opposite. Okay. What, what do you uh, – so, you... so easy mic. Sometimes that works. 49% of the time that might work. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about uh, uh, Foot Locker, uh, Dicks. Easy Mike asked us uh, earlier about Under Armour, UAA, which is not one we've looked at. Uh, recently, this is one that I, I, I had this for about a Okay. Dennis I got the get, spread on, I, but I'm hedged. I'm okay. long UA and short UAA. But that's just an herb. All right. I'll work out of that today. Huh. Dennis, just, you're going to talk about the long-term performance of this stock, and why would you want to own a stock like this? Pretty much. Okay. Why own the dogs? Um, I, don't know why. I don't own it, but I actually do. Like I said, I have the spread on right now, but I'm, I'm net neutral to stock. Um, let's see if I can do this here. What are you trying to show me? I'm trying to draw. Oh, he's trying to draw a line. I, I'm, I'm holding Look at him right on the fly. He's drawing oh, these lines. Purple shit. crayon for me. Jeff Mackey, eat your heart out. Oh, man. It's not doing. I want that's to get the That's a downtrend. Top. I think I that's a downtrend. No, come on. Oh, oh no, that's an uptrend. I'm going to try, try it again. Wait, wait. Uh, wait I'm going to try it again. It's just... <laughs> What I'm trying to do, folks. This is definitely a, an eight-day downtrend. When does this report? Under Armour? That's yeah. a good question. Let's go into the because phone. they'll probably have a three-day run-up. If I was short, I'd cover two days before, three days before the earnings. Uh, so well, I meant to draw the trend line off here. We're off this uh, $10 high. It's Clear not downtrend. On there. Clear downtrend. I would even, I'm not a, a channel trader or whatever, but you could draw another channel going this way and eventually it's going to break out of the top of the channel. I don't know when the hell it's going to, uh, but may, there's some support here. Uh, you do have a pair of lows back right in this area too. So it's critical for unarmed and hold the support. I couldn't get interested on the long side here until it breaks above this pretty, st and that's on a daily folks. That's a pretty steep down trend line. So if you want to play it for a little kind of a pop, wait for it to get above that. They Wait until three days before the earnings report. When's the well, earnings report? They should show you how much we pay attention. They already reported <laughs> like a month ago, three weeks ago. Oh, okay. So, well, forget about that then. Even It's retail earnings season. Why do they report so much ahead of retail earnings season? Under Armour and Nike. That's how much we care about Under Armour. We didn't even know they already reported. That's how much we care about it. Next. All right. Um, will AMD break 83 today? That was the question from Will Cole. AMD. A tough day for it. That was an awesome candle yesterday. I am long the call spread, obviously, in AMD. Um, and I think it's going to 100. I still think it's going to 100 by the end of the year. Is it going to do it today? It's a tough day for it. It's holding up well. I love that candle yesterday. That's the complete key reversal on the upside. That I, I would be a buyer of the pullback Ooh. in AMD. I like it. I, I don't Joel know. doesn't. I like it. That's why we have a good. I mean, it we got just, a bet. Maybe we have a bet. Okay, let's make a bet. Okay, 82 and a half. What do you want to do? You throw I it out. I along. I'm bullish. Okay, so. What are you going to propose to me? I say it hits, five, what's five points down from there? 77 and a half? I say 87 and a half before 77 and a half. I'm getting my pen. For a lunch. Write it down. Wait, sold. Say, I'm writing it down. Say, He's sold. He hit the bed. We have a bet. We have an official Joel O'Connor versus Dennis Dick bet. 87 and a half I have. You have 80 or 77 and a half. 
very comfortable with this bet. Very Bulls comfortable. Bulls bearish, I'm bullish. That's why we have a market. I think it's going to happen. You know why I'm comfortable with this bet? Because the all-time high is 87.29. It was buffeted by 86.98 high. So I, it's got to bust and make a new all-time high here. And this is just due for it's just due for a sleeping period. You know, a trading range, maybe 75 to 85 or something like that. But I like this one. I like it because I, I never wanted to do it when it was at like 80. You're not scared of that nice candle yesterday? That was a nice candle. Uh, I, no, because I got three other highs in that area that you got to plow through. We're, we're going to plow through that. Maybe not today because this market is ugly. It's a tough day. But if the market was up, this stock would have been 83. Higher. I'll give you that. So 83, but then you got to get to 8402. We're gonna, and was, then we're going to go through 85 and then we're going to go through 86. I don't know. We're going to go through 87. Then we're going to be at 87 and a half and I win a lunch. You should just book the loss on that call spread or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, you don't because like Because whenever you say either. a stock's going to 100. 100. Long the 80, short the 100. Uh, you're going to hate options even me. more after this one. Wait, wait, wait. Back it up. When is this bet? Uh, Expire. There's no expire. It's whatever hits it first. Whatever hits it first. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Seventy-seven and a half or eighty-seven and a half. If it stays between seventy-seven and a half and eighty-seven and a half for for decades from now, the bet will still not have closed. All right. It's hey, going wait. to end. I'm going to say it's going to end within a couple weeks, and I'm going to be. I'll make eating, another lunch bet on that. Eating lunch at Pot Bellies if they're still open. Oh, that's going to be tough. You can't even come across I the border. I know. I can't go across the border. I have to fly. I could fly across the border. To see you can't you. fly? You can no, fly no. across the border. You just can't drive across the border unless it's essential business. But this is kind of essential business. Collecting a lunch bet from Joel, it's kind of essential business. So maybe I could tell the guard at the border that. Now, it's essential business. I'm collecting an important lunch, and it's usually at Pop Bellies, and we're not 100% that the, the company is still going to be there. So what is it? Actually, Pop Bellies been doing pretty good. What's the name of that guy that always was nice to you? I, I, there's not a lot of people that were always nice to me. So at the, at the border. Oh my Carter. God. Okay. Carter. I'm, I'm bringing yeah, this right. back here. <laughs> we really uh, went on a. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get Jason on here in a couple of minutes. Hey, and thanks for the two bucks of cash. $2 tip. When do we see that? When do we yeah, see we that? We need to get these tips. How do we get these tips? It's all cyber money. We only accept tips. Thank you, Akash. Check your Bitcoin wallet, Dennis, all right? You know what? I just want to tell you one thing. There is a gas station that I go to that has a Bitcoin machine. Okay, yeah. and I it always observe. What? And I always observe. You know, and there was actually two people in line. There was a person in line, oh. and then there was another person in line. I I don't buy the Bitcoin. And have I you said seen that. the Grayscale commercials? They are excellent. They They're are excellent. They make me want to buy Bitcoin. They do. You do. Own Bitcoin? I, I want to. Yeah, I, I don't had know it for the, a while. Joel I don't know the perfect. log. He had it for a week is. and doubled his money. And then never I gotta find. Again. I gotta find the log. Spencer, do you have one. Bitcoin? No, I never have. I never have either. I gotta figure this out someday. Once I have the ETF, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. GBTC. I know it's over the counter. You don't trade it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, like but, over the counter. But you can't because you can't abuse people in the after hours in pre market. That's why Dennis doesn't anyone. like it. All right. I provide do, liquidity, Joel. Do, <laughs> right, no, here. Liquidity for people to lose their money. All right, I'll, no, I'll, I, I love lots of losers. I'm red in a lot of stocks here today. All right. Uh, Jason Rasnick is the founder and CEO of Benzinga. He joins us every Friday and he is joining us now. Jason, let me see. I can hear you. Jason, good morning. What up? What up? What up? Nice shirt. Thank you. If a lot of you guys in the chat room uh, on the premarket.benzinga.com received your Benzinga Detroit shirt, um, we have our 
kids, Josh and Riley, sending those out every day. Have I'm still waiting for mine. Oh, well, you didn't hit the form. Wow. You were <laughs> I hit the form. Yeah, I thought form. I did not. I didn't know I had to hit the form. Okay, I got to get the form. Where did I get the form? Oh, my God. All right. Tell us so, where we get the form. We all want Benzinga shirts. How do we do this? Explain to us how we get these Benzinga Dennis, shirts. Dennis, you have the inside thing. Can you go to the Everybody Slack and Stacy? No, no, he can't, actually. <laughs> oh, he can't? Okay. Um, Spencer, can you send him the form? Uh, yeah. Uh, or how do you... the people on the chat get the form? Because they that, want it, too. That's sure. even better. That's even better. Tell, well, tell the people in the chat how to get it. They have No, there's, there's difference. Okay. Dennis, <laughs> for, Dennis for you... Email Stacy at Benzinga, Dennis. And this is for everyone else, too. No, no, no. I'll do everybody else in a second, Spencer. Okay. We're, we're on early today. We have, we have a couple minutes to go over this. All right. Email Stacy. Stacy, come over here. You guys can come here. Come over here, Stacy. Dennis, he, he, he builds at Benzinga. He doesn't have a shirt. Can you talk to him? And tell yeah, him? I know. I can put, okay, I got to put this. I have this ridiculous shirt. It's yeah, comma, comma, oh, comma, comma, oh, comma, chameleon. It should be a Benzinga shirt. <laughs> this is what they have me wearing because you guys don't send me a shirt. Well, send me your address and send me everything, and I'll send it out today. This doesn't have a hat. Excellent. I'm writing it down. Wait, okay. Her, her, um, her email is st. <laughs> now, now you're gonna get a lot of spam after this. Stacey, Stacey. Stacey. Right. Don't. It's s t a c e y r a z at gmail. Oh, you know how much spam is wrong. That's wrong. Hey, Jason, do not give her cell phone number, okay? Stacey at Benzinga. S-T-A-C-E-Y at Benzinga.com, Dennis, okay? Give her your size and your address and whatever else you want to give her, okay? Size is XL. Okay, I'm wearing XL, I need to go on a diet. Okay. JCS2, thank you for the tip, buddy. We got more tips coming in here. Wait, wait, and, and hold on. So one of the other things, well, not the Gmail, Renee. We're going to use the, we're, I'm going to hide that one. We're going to use the Stacy at Benzinga. She screwed up. Um, S-T-A-C-E-Y at Benzinga. <laughs> okay. but, but now, if, but if you're a user of us and, you, and you're like in the chat, what I love for you guys to do, because the way it helps us grow is we tell brokerages about us. I don't care what brokerage it is, if you're using even Verizon or whoever it is, say, I love Benzinga. Please give me more Benzinga. You send a screenshot of that and I will send you a shirt. We don't spend money on marketing like that. And so that's, that's our way to get the word out. So you send a thing to Robinhood that we love Benzinga, want more Benzinga. S, and then send us an email to S-T-A-C-E-Y at Benzinga and also include me, Jason at Benzinga, J-A-S-O-N uh, at Benzinga. Then, you know, Josh, get out of here. Uh, you know, then um, that, that's sufficient. Okay. So, so, I, I was also going to mention tangents. though, I was also going to mention uh, there is a link in the description of this video to the Benzinga Shopify store, there are no shirts on, there, there are some shirts on the store, uh, but there's a lot more there. There's, there's hoodies, there's socks, there's mugs, there's, there's, there's a mug. Which is, what is the link? What is the link to the Shopify store? Right. So it's, I, I'll say it out loud. It, it's, it's easier to just go into the, the description and click on the link there, but the link is shop at Benzinga. Dot, like dot com. But again, oh. the link the link to this is in the description of our video. So just go in there. It says Benzinga merch, and there's a link to it. So there's all sorts of swag. There's a mug with Jason's face on it. I don't know why you'd want that, but it's there. Um, and socks and mug and shirts and shorts and other things and hats. Yeah. So and and, and one thing I know people keep talking about the, the, the getting the likes to the show because in the the YouTube algorithms or whatever. Um, we'd love for you guys to be subscribers to the channel. We're at 19,800. We can hit 20,000 by the end of this weekend. 
then um, Spencer can eat dinner tonight. And so <laughs> that's right. Spencer can eat dinner. And Dennis and I do not need to eat it because we're trying to be on a diet, but we're yeah. still not. And I know people are getting mad that we're not talking about stocks. So we're going to do something a little different today. Every Friday I come out and do something a little different. And I know Dennis and Joel, I don't know what I'm about to do, but Spencer does. I'm going to uh -oh. share my screen, my portfolio, and I'm going to do it right now. Whoa. Nice. Okay. Full transparency here. I like it. Well, not full, full, but somewhat full. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put your account number up. Yeah, there. get the account yeah, number off there. Jason, did you practice this? I hope so. I didn't practice it because this is live. What do you mean? I mean, I didn't Well, you could have practiced <laughs> it with Spencer. No, we didn't. We practice. don't practice anything. We, we just practice. go for it. Who needs yeah. practice? We don't Who practice. said that? Who said right. that? Right, Jason, Jason, just full screen that so we can see it a little bit. How Here's can the portfolio. How can I see what I'm sharing? I can't even see. He does, told you he doesn't have losers. There's no losers there. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Can you guys see properly? I can't see what I'm sharing, guys. Okay, so. Zoom in one or two more times. Holy, how did, why didn't we hear about that SUI? There we go. Can you yeah. see it properly? 6,429%. I've never made 6,429% on anything, I don't think. How right, did, I, we I never gotta, even heard about this I gotta one. Call, I got to close the door. Hold on. Wait, and also, okay. Well, he just His cost it. basis is know, two bucks. Um, I, what I was going to say also is when he gets, when he gets I'm back, I'm back. I can still hear you. Okay, Jason, just, just hit, just like hit full screen on, on your Chrome or whatever browser. Just hit, just hit full screen on the top. A little afraid to do that, but okay. Well, <laughs> no, no, just, just, just hit the full screen, the green button on the top left. So you bought Apple at $14. I'm a little afraid to do that, Spencer. I don't want to do that. Why do I have to do that? Just so it'll make it bigger for us to see, but all right. I thought this is big enough. All right, it, it, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. So let's see what we got. That that SUI two dollars to one hundred and forty five. So the SUI the SUI I think was actually seven dollars. I don't know why it says two, but that's maybe it's split. I don't remember. Um, I owned it. I, what I, year I did you buy that? Two thousand during the financial crisis. Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yep, and I I wimped out. I had I had three hundred shares. I had a thousand shares, and then before earnings, I thought they may cut the dividend, but they didn't, and I would have had a thousand, and that portfolio would have been even bigger. But okay. I do have losers, and we'll get to that. This is showing from biggest gain to to uh, the Apple for it. When did you buy the Apple? Oh, Apple! I bought when the iMac came out, the blue translucent uh, device. You know, the blue one. I sat at CompUSA for six hours one day and watching how people would react to it. I waited three weeks once it was out, so it wasn't just all the newbies. And I remember calling Alan Olander, my stock guy. He's like, I wouldn't buy Apple at fourteen. I would put it all in Disney. Well, anyways. Disney didn't change for, I shouldn't have said it. Disney didn't change for literally 15, 20 years. And I bought 16 shares of Apple. My dad's like, well, you should buy a round lot. And I didn't even know what that meant. I was 22 years old or I was 18 years old. I think I can look at the year and the dates. So then I called back and bought another 84 shares. That was my first hundred shares of Apple. And then I bought more, but this is one of my accounts. This is not the long-term account. This is the one that I'm actively trading. I've screwed up in this account, guys. Well, well this looks like a long-term account. Long you term something you Apple Apple yes, you're you're right. You're right. Old. You're right. But, I, <laughs> but, but to call a spade a spade, I also own Facebook since IPO. And then when the March crisis happened, I sold my Facebook and then rebought. Like was, um, you know, you know, go to someone's trying to watch a show and they said they can't get on. I don't know why. Go to YouTube then and type in Benzinga. My portfolio is freemarket.benzinga.com. We'll get you there. That's what I told the guy. So then these are some of my other stocks. ADC, yeah, let's look through this. ADC I like because I like the dividend. 
It's a REIT. I don't want to be all technology. That's your buddy too. We had him on the show. That's, that's my buddy too, but I don't have any, like, I don't have any inside info. And guys, like, I remember when I did the X Express spot, people like said, Jason, have some integrity when you have inside info. I never would trade stuff if I have inside info. Like, yes, we're a news organization, so I sometimes get stuff. I never, ever would use inside info to take advantage of the market. We talk to the SEC all the time. So I never want to think twice. So nothing I own or trade on would be anything of inside info ever. Like it just would be so dumb of me. Um, so yeah, that ADC is my buddy. And what I do know about him, he has incredible drive and he's never going to quit and he always wants to win. And I think he'll be, he'll build one of the best REITs in the world. And when he took over their major, major tenants were Borders, um, Kmart, and one other company that's gone. And now they have the Walmarts. They have everyone. They, they have an unbelievable portfolio. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, so yes, yeah, so ADC is one of those. Wendy's I bought during the, um, my email is blowing up with shirts. You guys got to send screenshots of what you're recommending to the broker. Just remember that. Okay. Um, so then ADC, uh, sorry, Wendy's I bought when it was down to like seven bucks during the um, crisis, doesn't it? So I bought it. it. Says last price twenty. Does it say what I? That bought was the co- during the COVID crisis. Yes, eleven. That's a good one. I bought it at seven, and then I sold it at nine, but then I rebought it. Okay, and then you guys know about work. Um, TRSSF is the the OTC cannabis stock. Um, DOOO. I it's one of those outdoor plays. To be honest, guys, I want to sell it because I don't think the upside is hundred percent. So I want to sell, it, but I'm not because I don't want the tax. So I've already been in it for four months. I'm like, all right, another eight months, I'll keep it. That's kind of how I feel. Twilio, this one's hilarious. I sold Twilio like right before the big, the big rally. And I, you know, that's another one of my friends, Jeff Lawson. And I talked to him. I sold it before the big rally. I'm like, ah, the dot, you know, and the COVID thing. So I rebought it back, but it says a 53% gain. If I never sold it, that would be a 350% gain. It's very frustrating, my Twilio. Now, GAN, let's talk GAN. So GAN... I, and I'll tell you the number of shares I had. I had 1,500 shares going into earnings yesterday. I sold 300 shares of the common yesterday. So I sold 300 shares of the common stock yesterday. Doesn't mean I'm not still long. Our original buy on GAN, as you see, is 1650. Um, GAN, the reason that it went down, it wasn't because the earnings and numbers. It's because they finally announced the news that FanDuel is not using them anymore. And so that's why they released the news that they got that pen deal. And they, have a, they, they say they have a bunch of other deals in place. But I, the, you want to know the reason I sold 300 shares of GAN? It wasn't because of any of that. When, when Zoltan in the chat room, in the pre-market chat room, said yesterday or two days ago that they weren't interested in coming on our show, I'm like, wait, if they have strong earnings, why would they not come on our show? That was an alarm bell. If I was more aggressive and listened to my instincts, I would have sold the whole position yesterday. But I didn't. But I did not like what Zoltan said when they said they were not interested in coming on our show. That gave me a little bit of a red flag. That's why I sold 300 shares. I didn't sell 500. I sold 300. And, you know, and I still own some call options on it, which are going to get killed today. I know that. Um, but I'm still long GAN, but I didn't like that they wouldn't come on the show. And I thought that was an alarm bell. But they it went down because FanDuel is no longer using them. That makes sense. Thank you for that clarification, Jason. Um, yes. Okay. Then VYGVF, that's a funny one. That not funny, but it's Voyager. Another, um, it's like a crypto thing. I don't know enough about it, but uh, Steve Ehrlich, CEO, used to be the CEO of Lightspeed. Really good guy. Hopefully, they figure stuff out. Lithium, LTHM, you guys know. Yeah, we're all on that with you. <laughs> you you talked to us about not all of us. You're not Spencer. Me and Joel are. No. Well, look Joel's at the price, then. guys. I bought it as it went down. I bought it five fifty-eight. I'm up thirty-one yeah. percent. I'm I mean, a, I'm a right around there with you. Right yeah, around baby. that price, I think. 
All right, Square is another one like my Twilio and like my Facebook. If I'm just being honest, I owned Square originally like at 30 bucks a share. I sold it and then bought it back because I'm an idiot, okay? Um, C-O-L-B, I bought during PPP. They're one of those community banks, and I'm like, these community banks have gained way more in assets. So I bought a bunch of community bank stocks. Several of them are sold now. You don't see them, but they, it's, it, the trade worked out. I will sell COLB one day. I don't even know what the name of the company is. I don't even know. Columbia, Columbia Banking. Bank. Okay, I don't even know that. I bought it because the PPP loans. Um, another one is Yeti. Um, I've been buying, you know, I, I bought it originally at 30, but then I, I got rid of it. And then I went to my son's baseball game and everyone had a Yeti. So I bought it back the week after <laughs> at 43. If I'd never, if I would have went to the game a week earlier, I never would have sold. And I'd been in $10 cheaper. Taco has been a bad one for me. Um, Del Taco, I've owned probably seven years. Um, it's been a loser, but now it's coming back. Del Taco, I think it's a great taco store. I was, I was actually trying to get two people involved in the leverage buyout of Del Taco. That didn't happen. <laughs> I'm serious. I, we were, in, you try to talk me into it too, I think. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad you didn't do it. Okay. <laughs> so RKT, this is not my main position of RKT. This is a very small position. My main position is in another account where I bought it at $18. This is a small position where I wanted to see it actively because everyone kept talking about it and I didn't know what it was. It's in another account. I'm going to do one of those stock transfers from this UBS account to another to an account where I own. It's one of my bigger positions. It's Tesla, RKT are probably my biggest positions. Um, Facebook, I told you what I screwed up on that one. And then I own PIHPP. That one is a 7% or 7% dividend. The max it'll go to is 25. It's just a nice dividend. Um, play and that's why I have it um Upwork and then Ford I bought Ford because of the Bronco the you know the Bronco car that when it comes out I think people are going to shock the numbers so I'm going to continue to hold Ford and as it goes down I'm going to build a bigger position I'm short now here are the ones that I'm you know I'm short PLNT Planet Fitness I may cover it if I see Jim's reopening more but I'm short PLNT um here are the losers now so Ruth's Chris I'm short down 12 percent um can't be short anything in this market you're right you're right That's you notice a trend here along all in the ones he's short he's down on them all <laughs> right, look at that look at that guys L look at my delta i remember i told you the, those ones i'm not short i bought call now luckily these are call options guys when i buy options i buy so little of it because i just look for the 10x gain so i'm the delta i probably spent 600 bucks on it and I'm down 95%. So that's going to be a dog. I'm going to lose on it. The lithium one, I think I lithium one, I know it's down 93%, but I actually think it'll come back. Um, and Groupon, I own like I own 500 shares. Just to be, uh, I kind of like Groupon right now. That's I don't know why. Like just the technicals, just the technicals. I actually wrote this one's funny. I wrote this one down this last night that I was like, I don't mind this. It's consolidated a couple of days. I kind of feel like it could run again. Just squeeze the shorts a bit. I think there's room to 35. So I kind of like the Groupon right so now, I, just I, as a trade. I would say that it's gone from 17 to 28. So it's, you know, the, the reverse split. So Groupon, some of the founders of Groupon are the main investors in Benzinga. So I just wanted to have it in my portfolio to track their shares. It's not a fair thing for my portfolio to show that it's down because I never bought any more shares. I own the least amount of shares you could possibly imagine. I just wanted to track it, but it makes my portfolio look ugly. Um, my dad, however, he owns a bunch of Groupon and he's very happy lately because it's coming back and it's coming back strong. They cut out a lot of costs out of it. They put new management in place and it's a whole different company right now. So I kind of agree with you and I see the rally. And when Dennis looks at technicals, he knows his stuff. I mean, 
he, 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 yesterday on the show, he said, I think that Tesla's going to rally up to 2000. Well, what did it do? Go up to 2000. I called Dennis last one. I like to give credit where credit is due, just so we're clear. I called Dennis last Wednesday or Tuesday, and he answered my phone, actually. Dennis answers <laughs> I never answered the phone. <laughs> Dennis answers the phone for me one out of every 10 times, honestly. So when, so when, he, so when he answered, I almost like hung up. I'm like, what? What is that? Like his voice? Well, I have these <laughs> Tesla call options, and I didn't know what to do with them. You know, I, then this was my, was my biggest trade, and he's like, I wouldn't sell it. Well, I waited three more days, and then I sold it. Well, if I didn't, they sold for, I sold them for $30,000. I would have not sold it. They would have sold for 50,000. So yes, Dennis, I wish I would have listened. Sometimes we get them right. Sometimes we get them wrong. This Tesla has been unbelievable, but you're still long. I mean, oh, I look, at, look at the same thing. Are you sticking with the long on Tesla going well, for 5,000? What's this? Well, Dennis, 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 our friend, my old boss, but our friend, Jim Kramer, you do that show. Am I diversified? Do I look diversified guys? 36% you like diversified. Oh, oh, I didn't notice that part. Look at that, Look at that 36% of, well, I didn't want to show the dollar amounts of what I'm in each stock. Yeah, I didn't that's think fine. It was, no, Spencer didn't want me to do that. I was going to do it. And Spencer's like, no, no, you can't do that. I don't think we should um, do that. No. So, so I didn't do it. Um, he didn't really see all that. But I'm So just, you're not quite as diversified as you once were because that stock has just went up so much. I sold two shares of Tesla yesterday, guys. <laughs> and I own a lot of it, okay? So I, I sold You're going to own a lot more. Oh, man. What, what's your uh, – You want to go your, for a fancy your, dinner. Your, your, your uh, post-split strategy. You don't have – do you have any ideas? What was your question? Post-split strategy. Oh, that's the other thing. Thank you, Joel. You're the freaking man. Okay, Joel. <laughs> okay, that, that is exactly what we need to talk about. Um, where is Joel? Where's the thing? Okay. So I got, I got asked this like three times when the stock splits and you own call options on Tesla, do you get the, the five more, do you get double the options then by triple the option? How does a split work with options, Dennis or Joel? Yeah, you get, you, you get the Same more amount. contracts. So it'll split. So if yep. you have 100 shares and it was doing five for one. Yes. Yep. You have one call. You're going to have five calls after the split. Oh, guys. My, my, you guys can come in. My office was leaking again today. That's why I've been in a bad mood. And there's work around behind me now. Um, no, it was leaking. What's going on? I told you. It was I raining. missed that show. I oh, missed that you show. did. Yeah, you were, you were gone on that one. Is it the roof? What is it? Or is it the pipes? There's, there's a whole team in here right now, it looks like. Um, <laughs> look behind me. Okay, back to the, the, the test. Oh, he's waving. Guy waved. Good advertisement for the guy in the back, in the shirt. Yeah. yeah what's, your, what's your company? What's the name of that company? Lansdowne. There's like 3,000 people watching. <laughs> yeah, I swear. I'm not lying. <laughs> okay, oh, Tesla <laughs> options. Tesla <laughs> options. Let's go. Actually, no, there's not that many right now right live, but there will be. Tesla options, Jason. Okay. Yes, so, Tesla so, options. Well, that was the question. I didn't know what would happen. So, Dennis, I actually think it was dumb for me to sell any of the Tesla options because remember, my whole thing was I wanted to sell a half option. Dennis? Yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. Me and Jason were had, a, had an idea talking about there should be, if there's fractional shares, there should be fractional options. Well, isn't the entire point of options to, to use leverage so you don't... Yeah, I know, but when we want fractional options so we can really, you know, so, so, so poor people can't afford one call of Tesla. Right. They can afford a half a call of Tesla. But Dennis, what I'm saying... I like to that you, idea, fractional options. Dennis, what I'm saying to you is I wish you would have said this to me. I wish you would have said, Jay... Don't sell your Tesla options because when it splits, then you could sell because there'll be five more split and you could yeah, sell they one can or sell two. sell part of it after. I didn't think about that until yeah. it was too late is what I'm saying. 
So you I'm, would have been holding and you've been king in it, right? It's 2000, it's up another 30 bucks. Market goes down, Tesla goes up. Market goes up, Tesla goes up. Tesla just goes up, it seems like. I know, Dennis, but what I'm saying, if you would have said that to me, I didn't realize you get five <laughs> options, I would have still owned the Tesla option. So I don't This really is my fault. <laughs> never called Dennis. Partly your fault, yes. Now, my fault. Now, my strategy with the split, Joel, um, I will probably sell a little bit, like 5% more. It is way too much of my portfolio. And right now, I don't know if the show is saying, Jason, give us a new pick today. I don't like, so people send me picks. This one guy, he loves PEIX. He's been trading it like crazy. He wanted P-E-I-X? me. PEIX? PEIX. He is in Peter. He is in Edward IX. It's like, it's like Pacific ethanol or something. It went off I don't, the board. I'd never trade this one. But yeah, hot. Looks bad now. Yeah, it's hot now. Jason. What? No, no, he was just saying that it went off the board before, but now it's hot. It's hot now. Yeah, and it's, it, um, it's, he loves it, but I don't have my next, um, you know, I don't have my next, like, Cattle. one I want to go all in on right yeah. now. And I'm going to find it. I just don't have it right now. So, um, so there's no big idea for today. And, and that's great. That's great. That's to, fine. That's great, to, that's great to say that. Don't say something just to say it, right? He, you, Jason, no gold, well, no that, gold hedge, no Bitcoin, no gold or you know, right, any uh, commodities. Um, that's why when I worked for the street.com at one point, I had to write three ideas a day and I thought that was BS. But like, you guys remember, like I was on the show saying buy New York Times. That was a Luke idea and that was a no brainer pick. Um, I am long Bitcoin. I've been long Bitcoin though for eight years uh, or seven years. Um, or- Holy. That's a big. That's a big position now. Then it's not as big as you would think, but <laughs> going up and down. But I am long Bitcoin. Um, but I'm not like I gotta find the new breakout. Yes, RKT is one of those ones I own, but like it's not a quick trade for me. Um, if it gets to 26, maybe I'll take a little off. Um, thirty dollars into the year, I would. OP, I would love if RKT went to thirty dollars under the year. I'll buy the chat room all. I'll, I'll buy the chat room all warm up outfits. Benzinga warm up outfits. That'd be good. Tracks. I don't think you have those, do you? No, we don't. We just have t-shirts now, but we're ordering more. Every, every two weeks, we're ordering new paraphernalia. All right, uh, Jason. Before we let you go, just any final thoughts here? Yes. This should be another. There, five there we go. <laughs> yes, and that's it. So <laughs> What's my, the final thought? It's okay my, if you don't. My final thought is that's all right. Set you feel free to e- J, email Jason at Benzinga.com with what tools you use. Check out Benzinga Pro. Tell us how we can improve. Um, keep being you. And um, I'm really sad that I didn't keep more of my Tesla options because I didn't think about the five for one split out of five, and then I could have done the fractional options. That's a mess up by me. That's a that's a lot of money that I would have had. And so because of that, I focus in a lot more. Like I'll read Barron's this weekend because I'm going to find an undiscovered stock to make up for that. Like when I am mad at myself, I find opportunities and that makes me focus in and then I'll double up, leverage up and, and I'll make it back and I'll send it. I'll give it to you guys, but I'm not going to always have, I'm not, I'm not going to always have a stock pick every day because it's, it's, you know, it's hard to every single day. I mean, you, yes, Microsoft will still be good. You're not going to go wrong. Um, high dividend stocks. I keep trying to find those. I'm looking at REITs. Um, I saw that Warren Buffett did some store capital. Um, you know, there's a lot of plays out there. I'm just saying when I look at the probabilities, I'm looking for 300% gainers and I don't know the 300% gainer today, but there's a lot of individual singles that you can take in the market. No question about it. I'm just right. looking for 300%. Okay. Thanks I wish for hanging out with us, Jason. I'll be at your house tonight. 
uh, for Shabbat dinner. See you guys later. You should get your uh, fix here for free because there's a lot of advertising happening behind you right now. The shirt, the nice prop placement in the background, lands yeah. down, contracting. <laughs> there he goes. Like, <laughs> call this number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, guys, I came in here and there was a flood. It was, you know, like I Stop was, the flood. Call Lance down. All right. Thanks for having me on the show. Right. I'll see you guys later. Bye. I got one final thought. It is options expiration. We have neglected to mention that, I believe, here. But yes. it is important yeah. because we are flying back here on the S&P futures. We sure There's are. a lot of buy imbalances here on the open right now. That could change. It's option expiration. All it takes a couple big, big fish to come in and offset them. But as of right now, there's a lot of buy imbalances, and that's why you're seeing the S&Ps rip here in the last 20 minutes because these buy imbalances continue to grow. What that means is if we opened right now, the market, most of the stocks would actually open higher. So obviously the S&P futures are playing catch up for that possibility that, hey, we might have some buyers here at the open. Could be an opportunity. Again, they can flip. So, you know, you got to take this, you know, these numbers, you know, are, are a moving target here. But just to give you some examples, Coca-Cola, 247000 to buy. AT&T, 521000 to buy here right now. Bank America, 294000 to buy. Bristol-Myers, 102000 to buy. Verizon, 199000 to buy. Pfizer, which was trading up on news, 427000 to buy. Deer had earnings, 41000 to buy. We didn't get to the Deer earnings. It is trading up 6 bucks on its report. So you can see right now, market from an imbalance perspective is looking stronger. Again, these can flip on a dime though. So, you know, if you're just buying here saying we're going to open higher, we don't know that yet. Just as of right now, we are looking higher. Uh, I just, for me, I mean, I'm looking at the range here and the day may be over here, Dennis. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get back up to that 93.50. That's a big level. That's just under the week high and the old time high we made up there. And, uh, you know, the buy the dippers already showed their metal here when we dipped to 56.75. We didn't even get to the interday low from yesterday. So it could just be a chop fest here, you know, 33.65 to 75. So um, I'm not going to play the edges. I'm not going to play a breakout of the, of the, of the pre-market high or sell a breakout, breakdown of the pre-market low. Uh, maybe if we get back to scratch, get on change on the session, may try a little short because I know where my out is. I can, you know, risk to the high of the move and uh, not sure. Maybe take a buy at yesterday's interday low, but I just think chop, 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 chop is what we're going to see today. If only this show had like a, a producer or someone that had mentioned options expiration like an hour ago, but uh, <laughs> alas, it, it, it does Did not. Did you mention it? <laughs> like an hour ago. <laughs> I know. We just glossed over it and we wanted to talk about. Uh, that's okay. Quite all right. Quite all right. All right. Uh, I, I want to thank uh, all of our participants in our chats, all three of them. We love every comment, every like, every. Uh, we love the tips too. Thank you very much yeah, for the tips. The, the, the super chats. If you want to see more lunch beds, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and we'll try to do more. We haven't done a lunch bed in quite some time, but we got one today on AMD, which is nice. Uh, you can catch a replay of this show on YouTube or catch our podcast on every major podcast platform. The link in the description of this video, there's links to uh, Benzinga Pro, to our Shopify store, to our next events. So check that out as well. Please remember all the information from all of our shows are meant to be used as informational purposes, not for investing, uh, trading, or plumbing, or any other kinds of advice. Joel and I will be back at 3.40 p.m. Eastern time to wrap up the day. Until then, everyone... Have a good day. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 